What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A-Show with the kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. And we are awesome. I'm Justin here with Meals. Meals, I've been doing so much podcasting over the past couple of days, I forgot the name of the damn show. I was about to call it Spot Callers. <laughs> well, listen, it, it wouldn't be, uh, I can relate. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. I can definitely relate. Um, but we, we are working, clearly, we're working hard on, on the A-Show RNC Network. We're working hard on the Patreon. I'm working on some some projects that we're going to announce pretty soon. It's pretty imminently. Mm-hmm. You, you've been working really hard, too, Mills. Can you, like, 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 how's it been kind of recording the Invasion Diaries and doing an extra show away from me? You know what I mean? Um. Well, you were on the first two episodes, so it wasn't that far. <laughs> That's because I'm, I'm a hanger on. I'm just, I'm just kind of like, you know... I was in the house already. <laughs> well, that's because, like, when I said the the concept of the actual show itself, Invasion Diaries, which you can follow exclusively on the Patreon, patreon.com backslash DHORNC, when you first heard the concept of the actual show itself, you were like, oh, I definitely want to hop on this episode, and I definitely want to hop on that episode, and I'm open to whoever wants to hop on it. Uh, do I need to do pause? Are we doing pause? 2021? I don't All pause. Right. I never pause. Um, okay. All right. Um nonetheless uh anyone who wants to like jump on and just kind of do the show i'm like i'm down for it um recording the invasion diaries has been fun um the first two episodes i legitimately i don't listen back to a lot of things that i do but i did listen back to the last episode we did with mark even though i edited it um and i enjoyed it as well like i enjoy all these things that i record and i think it has great information and i think it's entertaining um and i think we're having fun which to anyone who's an aspiring podcaster, anyone who wants to become a podcaster, there are two things I say um, that are very much so important with podcasting. One, consistency. That is the main thing. We would and not to air. We would not be here if we're not if we were not consistent. <laughs> no. One hundred and ninety one weeks. No. Um, <laughs> um, and then two, you have to have fun, because if you sound like you're having fun, people will also have fun. And it wouldn't even matter what you guys are talking about or even if they know what you're talking about. But if you thoroughly enjoy what you're talking about and you're funny and you're having a great time, people will 100% gravitate towards that. So that's a little bit of a gems there for me who's been doing podcasts for like six years. Um, Next episode is fun because I get to reunite with Carlos of Two Belts. Mm -hmm. So that should be fun for anyone who's listening, who's, you know, down to join the Invasion Diaries. If you know how Carlos is, you know exactly what to expect from the things that he says. He's about to be wilding. <laughs> Absolutely. We, uh, we're we going over the Invasion pay-per-view itself, the Invasion pay-per-view presented by V-Lone. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> so we're absolutely doing that so i look forward to that i look forward to do that how's uh how's your extracurricular projects been well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna announce one of them this week we're gonna do it next week but we got something the announcement of the announcement of the announcement there you go i know the announcement (laughs) of the announcement of the announcement but me and cyrus did uh record spot callers over the weekend for everyone on the patreon um we did do a our first pwg show all-star weekend um Mm. Yeah, All-Star Weekend. Uh, I, I believe it was 13, night one. Uh, that was from 2017. So uh, if you're an, if you're a patron, please, uh, please you know, join. Five bucks will get you all this content, all this extra content from us. I think we have some new patrons uh, this week as well. We, we got a lot of new patrons. 
we got a lot. Damn, there's fucking flies in my face. Yo, I'm trying to like record, and this fly is just like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> well, while you uh, while you kill the fly or attempt to, I'm we don't going- kill flies around here. We uh we send them to the shadow realm or some shit. That's like not that. what's happening to the. That's not what's happening. I want to <laughs> shout out <laughs> some of our uh, some of our, new, our new patrons. Can I do that while you kill the fly? Yeah, please. Uh, I want to thank uh, Joel uh, Kananen. Josh Gorich, Joshua Hill, Darren Ezell, DJ Larry, Stefan Dimitri, Brett Royster, Angel, uh, James Carter, and Mike Brown. All of you for joining our Patreon this month. Thank you so, so much. You guys are not going to, you, you guys are definitely not going to want to miss what we have coming this month. Obviously, we have Spot Callers and we also have the Invasion Diaries, but we also have this show as well, where we're going to be talking about Hell in a Cell a little bit later and some more extra stuff. Let's get into uh, No Holds Barred for the week. Let's do it. Some big news coming up first. Some really interesting news. Some like random crazy news. Samoa Joe set to return to NXT uh, imminently. It may be as soon as fucking by the time you listen to this show. Oh, yeah. Today is Tuesday for the Patreon <laughs> people. For the Patreon people. So probably tonight for the Patreon people, but tomorrow for, for everybody else. Not that we don't love you guys. We love you guys. But, we um, love you guys, but it's tomorrow. <laughs> according to Fightful and, and, other, uh, and other sources like PW Insider, they have confirmed that he signed back with the company on the NXT brand uh, on a non-wrestling role right now. But if, you know, if they had conversations about it, he could potentially come back in a professional wrestling role. Um, it makes sense with NXT right now. There is a overarching storyline, which I guess will get wrapped up tonight with William Regal making a earth shattering announcement on NXT tonight uh, that William Regal, he cannot contain the brand anymore. And so I think with some more Joe will bring change uh, and bring some hopefully some new some new blood into the into the program. I think it would be really cool. I think so as well. You know, which brand also needs that Monday Night Raw. <laughs> what, what, what that they need a new GM? They need someone new. And did you see what happened to me over the weekend? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Fuck that. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. So here's the thing. I don't really mean it in general. You have been you have been goading Adam Pierce for weeks because he's a terrible man at his job. He's terrible at his job. Someone brought a sword to, to the workplace last week, and what did he do? Waved it in front of the champion and other people there. His, um, his ring prop. There was a there was multiple fights that broke out. I think Charlotte busted her face or something along those lines. Um, what have what else happened on Raw? Mad things. I just and he's just very. I'm not gonna say you deserve the block, but I'm gonna say that you deserve to be sat down a little bit from his mentions because you go at him every week. Because he's a, I don't even mention him except that one time where I was just like, yo. Why don't you do something about this? He brought a sword. The last time I mentioned him was you brought someone brought a sword to work. What are you going to do about this? That's a lie. That's a lie. You said the last time you mentioned him before he blocked you was a Paul Heyman. I'm from New York. I'll beat your ass. And this no, 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 no. That was after he blocked me. So he didn't even see that. No, he didn't see it. Well, that's when that people know. That's funny that he would not block any of those stands that be in his comments, but he blocked your ass. Listen, <laughs> just let him know I'm from New York and I'll beat his ass. Whatever. Samoa Joe. Uh, I'm glad he's back. Uh, but also, I mean, in, in even bigger news is being reported that a rumor that Alistair Black could also be returning to WWE in some like some some capacity. That it's being reported that a lot of higher ups in the company were very upset that Alistair was let go and uh, they, they want to make it right. So, I mean, 
who knows? He's not even on the first month of his 90 day clause. And Joe wasn't even in the what the first 60 something days of his 90 day clause. So that'd be yeah. a very interesting. <laughs> Joe was probably on vacation, to be honest with you. He was probably chilling. He's the one who's just like, yo, I'm waiting for the 90 days and I'm going to pop up somewhere. But I was just like praying. I was like, yo, please don't have him like in Team Taz or some shit like that. Some oh, shit. yeah. I, I, I think he's better where he's at here. I think that he's someone that is t- tenured enough, which is amazing and crazy to say. He's tenured enough in that company that like people at Triple H would be like, hell no, come back. Because that's who they said lobbied for him to come back with Triple H. And I said, OK, that's pretty solid. Like, I, I think that that's really dope. And I mean, you know, I, I think that him in a, in a non-wrestling role, especially with his promo ability, would be very fantastic. And, you know, I'm sad to see Regal go. But what a replacement if it actually turns out to be Joe on the NXT brand. I think it, it would give a, a fresh a breath of fresh air on, on that show um, that I think would be very beneficial to like a lot of different programs. He's got to be a lot of the choke out people too, right? I I, I don't you don't want to you don't want to choke out. Pete Dunn is like five five. You don't want to choke that nigga out, man. Some people deserve it, but nonetheless, um, Alistair Black, um, with his if he does return, I'm super happy for it. Get Biggie something to do. Um, Biggie showed up this week, like yo, I'm just shit, man. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> what up, up Apollo? <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> um. So you showed up doing that, but I hope they managed to swing it back in that. If not, you know, go where the bread is at. If you want to be Tommy Yen somewhere, go be Tommy Yen. I don't know what to tell you, but um, I hope that they're back. I hope yeah. that they're back. Has no one yelled out, like, how come they ain't bringing no ladies back yet? You haven't heard that yet? No, I, listen, man. Listen, bro. I don't want to give them any bright ideas. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. Well, yeah, we're going to talk. But I think that they just have so many fucking women on that fucking brand that they're like, they're okay with letting But they traded them all in for Eva Marie. Oh, we're going to talk about that. (laughs) We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that later. Uh, Next up, Tony Khan Forbes interview. You check that out? I did check it out. I read it right before we hopped on. So yes, I'm fully aware of everything that went on in this, in this piece. A a puff piece at best, but it's to be a lot of of mentions of McMahon in this, by the way. uh, I counted about 15. So there there were a lot of, there were a lot of Vince McMahon mentions in this, uh, making it very clear that Tony doesn't intend to like try and overthrow the WWE just to, to provide uh, provide a alternative. Some really interesting quotes from his father, Shad Khan. Uh, one one in particular that's been floating around saying that Shad thought it was a bad idea for him to start AEW, but gave him some of his money because I want you to spend it while while I'm still alive, basically. So very well, nice, very cool. I would love to be in that sort of position where it's like, okay, just know that when I die, this is going to you and your sister, but just spend, just spend some of this bread now. I would love that. Yeah. Fuck it. So, um, I, I think another thing was, was interesting was him saying AW, even with their $400 million cash infusion from TNT for being on their network is still not profitable because of a, a six figure deal that they put into gaming, which I know we talked about gaming before, <laughs> before but it's like, Y'all put it into that instead of like literally anything else. <laughs> One of the games is not even out yet. And we don't even know like what it's going to look like in the next couple. Of, like there's no release date for that at this all. This is why Kenny Omega wasn't on the cover. <laughs> that was interesting too, right? Kenny and Kenny, Mom- was, Kenny was probably a charter video game. It's like, nigga, you lost us. How many millions of dollars? Were the Bucks on the, the Bucks were on the, on, on the cover too though, right? I think. I don't even. I don't think so. They must have been all at a TNA show. 
an impact wrestling event so crazy um, but but i i mean again it, it was it was basically like a you know it was a it was a positive piece on a on aw talking about the positives and negatives uh not the negatives but the positives of it mostly um I, I mean i think it's worth a read to get into the mind of tony khan whether you like him or hate him because i think it would mm-hmm. sway, i think it would sway you either way right if you already don't like him you're going to look at him more like a douche if you like him already you'll see that he's someone who really wants to make this work and, and that's what i do see him as even if i don't agree with all his uh, opinions and, and, and decisions i do see him as someone that, that wants this to work um for better or for worse i agree i agree um i'm not the the, the what can i say about this I don't know. I just thought it was very, very interesting. You, see, you know, everyone saying, oh, the first real big competitor in 20 years, a bunch of other things like that. I thought it was an interesting look. Um, obviously, uh, definitely a puff piece. But hey, what are you I'm, gonna I'm, do? Waiting to, I'm waiting to hear a lot more of the actual candid talk behind the things going on in this company of it's, stuff that's working and stuff that isn't working. It's so funny, right? Like there has not been a major, major outlet that has talked about things going on behind the scenes i think it's really funny that in two years there has never been any like negative talk behind the scenes at AEW. everyone is happy everyone loves it there like no one hates it it's like it seems to be invited to all types of barbecues and pool parties and all types of fucking shit like you never hear and maybe it's because they have a they have a um they have a really tight ship and they don't let anything leak out but maybe i i Shudder to think that that would actually Ruffers? be the reverse. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think, I mean, what are, what about all the talent that aren't being used? Like, the, where's the Joy Janellas at? Where's the, you know, where, you know, some of the people that aren't being used? Like, wh- what are the plans for those guys? Are those guys happy? How do you keep them happy? Like, I would love to hear how Tony keeps these guys happy. Like, I know they had a huge loss with uh, Brody Lee earlier this year, and they handled that, I think, the most professional. I think it might of- be the. Sorry, sorry. Go but, ahead. No, I, no, I, mean, I, I think, think I think what. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I think the lack of the lack of exclusivity in terms of like you can do this, but you can also do other things keeps people happy. Yeah, but that we're not tying you down, and it's like you don't have to sit in catering all day. We can tell you when to come and not to come, but you can also compete. Wherever you want to compete, you want to throw your your pool parties, you want to throw your you know live events, you want to do all the other stuff. Um, you are free to do that as well as this, and for I now. think that's really why. Yeah, for now, <laughs> for now. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely uh, implore anyone to check it out. There's some there's some like inaccurate stuff. I think they said like Vince was still like a central character on the shows, and I was like that that nigga only show up later. Tony Khan will be on the show, but it's going to happen. I don't want he's them on, to think it's not going already. to happen. He's on Impact already. Yeah. He's going to be a character on the show. I don't want him to make you believe that he will never be. Because that's just how wrestling works. Yeah. He's got to be there. People already know who the fuck he is. Dixie um, Carter showed up and did her Dixie Dan Carter shit <laughs> for years <laughs> on Impact. Like, she will show up. And she got put through a table. So There you go. Remember that? Uh... Renee Young, proud mother. Congratulations to her. She just had her baby wow. girl, uh, I guess, over the weekend. Absolutely. Congratulations, sir. The people were very upset that WWE said, congratulations to only Renee Young. And I was like, come on, guys. What's wrong with that? <laughs> it was like, oh, did Dean Ambrose not work there? Does Dean Ambrose not get a congratulations as well? And it's like, no. 
<laughs> he didn't put a fucking baby out of his stomach. Fuck him. <laughs> like, why do he, I have he contributed? He contributed. Like it's when it was. Wait, but my thing is, is this like, should should they um should they congratulate Lacey Evans' husband too? Mm. Should they congratulate? Mm. Uh, when when it was like a marriage, I know they congratulated Leon Ruff in, in Asia in uh, Asia. So like that, and they, I think, and I think Renee Young is still under that Fox deal. I think Loki. Well, I mean, if it was, I mean, they're not going to tell John Moxley happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? So that why, why are they going <laughs> to? You know what I mean? Like they're not going to do that. I mean, once you're out the, once you're out, you're out. Like I don't get why people get so upset at shit like that. You know what I mean? Like right. they rarely, if ever, talk about anything that's out of their 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 fucking orbit. And if they do, like it's only on NXT where they'll talk about ROH and shit like that. They never talk about shit like that. Why do you, why the fuck are people upset? They just people are just we're we're like we're rising up to the conversation that we want to have today, but it's like it, everything's just rising to it. Where it's just like, why, why the fuck are y'all mad about this shit? Anyway, uh, John Cena, recent interview confirms his WWE return, but will not say when. He doesn't know when, so so he th- he's taking us for a fool right now. Shit, man. That Taiwan shit got him. <laughs> that Taiwan shit got him looking crazy, man. He's a he's like, yo. He wasn't thinking about wrestling this year, and then he was like, yo, this Taiwan shit got me down bad, Vince. I, I need some, I need some money, bro. <laughs> Listen, I didn't know they felt the way about it. It was an honest mistake. <laughs> People say Africa is a country sometimes, and I'm like, I mean, it's not an honest mistake. It's definitely something that's, you know what? Let me not, let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> To any Chinese listeners, saying, you about to get, you about to get <laughs> fucking, you about to get ate alive, bro. I'm not saying nothing. I hear it. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta find out. I, I remember when Jeff was talking about the NBA in China. What did he say? He said something about this is America. Oh, yeah, this is America, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking America. Fuck it. Um, yeah. So I mean, we're we're all expecting him at, at SummerSlam at some point. What did, what do you what do you want to see him do? Name a top, name a feud. Name something that you'd like to see him jump into. Man, if I'm being selfish, uh, I would love Drew McIntyre, John Cena. I think mm. they have, have a banger. <clears throat> I mean, if I'm being realistic, it's going to be Roman, and I think that's still going to be good. If I'm being super selfish, I would want like Ricochet and John Cena. I'd want him to go to NXT. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm being real selfish with it, I, I want him to face Johnny Gargano. I think Johnny Gargano and John Cena would be edge Cena levels of fire. I really do. Interesting. I think John Cena, John Cena will definitely bump his ass off for Johnny Gargano. I'm going to go with Cena and Seth Rollins. Let's get him. Let's warm him up. Let's get him there. Seth Rollins is crazy enough, and they've had bangers. I think it's a... It's a good like jumping off point. I, we've seen it before. Yeah, I know, but it's fucking fire every time you see it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's like it's been three years, four years. Listen, I was there for that SummerSlam match. Oh, I'll, I'll watch it every time. All right, all right whatever, nigga. All right, <laughs> this is just a setup for you to fucking put yourself over. Uh, I mean, we're expecting Roman Reigns if he does face Seth. I mean, I'm thinking Seth Edge, right? For um for SummerSlam, that would be nice. I would love that. Yeah, I would. I would hope they. I hope they set it up. It might be, you know, it might be coming sooner than we think. To be honest with you, July 16th is the, uh, that big SmackDown with Edge and the return of Sasha Banks. So we're about a month away from that, or uh, literally a month away from that. So we shall. 
We shall see. Uh, lastly, and this is going to be really quick. Lana, uh, on her, uh, she put an Instagram up saying uh, she's basically threatening to spill the tea on WWE. <laughs> why would you? Why would you threaten? Why wouldn't you just do it? <laughs> what is there to threat? Like Vince is like, okay, she got to do what she got to do. I guess. <laughs> I'm like Vince don't care. You don't yeah. care. Uh, it's uh, good for him, good for her. I mean, I don't know what she's going to. It would be very, very interesting if she like blew the doors open on something. So I'm interested in what she has to say, but I'm not interested in I'm threatening to spill the tea. So spill the tea, or yeah. like I I hope she wasn't like abused or um yeah. or Me you know too. harassed I, while she's there. Like if that's the type of stuff that she has to say, I you know when she's ready, go ahead and say it. But if it's like creative had nothing for yeah. me and all this other this I could- is clearly this is clearly an angle game remember similar remember when she broke her own engagement on tmz mm-hmm. like this yeah. is clearly like one of those <laughs> yeah like this is also like really whack because we know you know she's gonna be back in like five years doing uh raw legends or something like that like she's gonna be back so like yeah whatever i'm just i i i hope you know for her sake she's okay she, and if she was abused harmed anything that that is you know that's not what it is because that would be terrible but if it's like if something it's like if it's like Nia Jax is a bitch then that's like, yeah if, it, if it's they told me to get put through a table 15 times I said well all right that's just how the cookie crumbles nigga they had ricochet wearing jeans right now like what like what do you want me to do like I'm I, ask him about these damn jeans we gotta get him on the show to ask him please ask him about the jeans bro I, I'm trying to figure you out just, what you might just fucking you might just fuck with the jeans right now you might just be out for a different look Okay, I'm sure. Uh, so when we get back on the A Show, we are going to talk about Hell in a Cell, and we're also going to talk about stands. We'll be right back. Mm. Stop lurking in the corners, bro. Like, what, what do you want, dude? Like, what, what do you I want? I don't want anything. I was just curious as to whether or not you've had an opportunity to think about what we discussed the other day. Or if it makes more sense after you lost to RK, bro. Either way, Kofi Mania's dead gone it's never coming back and if you want to know who to blame all you have to do is look in the mirror right is that what you're gonna say no no right? not at all i was gonna say just what? look to your left do you ever wonder why you've never even gotten close to a wwe title opportunity again it's because you're wasting your career in tag teams with people that just don't measure up at least in a singles match if you lose You only have yourself to blame. But tonight, you didn't even get pinned. And you're still a loser. P, can you hurry? I I, I cut up before that that Xavier line, that green ass line about MVP's mom. But where do you think we're going with this? I have no idea. Feud of Bobby Lashley after Drew. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. They haven't had like the one-on-one-on-one. Yeah. But maybe they're maybe they're building up. Maybe they're trying to restore the you know Kofi Mania for the summer, so we have like another strong contender for Bobby. Maybe they're trying to do that. If they're not doing Brock, then sure. I would think I would think MVP, who I assume has a lot of, I don't even know if I want to say pull, but some sort of influence with the things, the creative in terms of what they do, would be a proponent for this. I'll, I'll say this. Assuming. 
it's interesting. I'll say that. Like I, I, I love the way that it's weaved in and out of the RK bro storyline, which I, I would imagine they're probably going to go away from in a minute with the new day and uh, RK bro. Cause I, I really see them. I, I see them winning the tag titles, but it's really interesting. Cause I, I think the Viking Raiders and AJ and almost is going to be a banger, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Hell in a Cell this Sunday. Five matches announced so far. Can which we talk I'm, about stands before we talk about Hell in a Cell? Yeah, we could talk about stands. So um, not much. I mean, <laughs> obviously on, on prediction shows, we we do. We don't really talk mo- mostly about the shows. But I think when it's extenuating, extenuating circumstances like what happened on Monday, that we got to kind of like pull the, le- the lever and kind of put that over the prediction. So Monday afternoon. It was announced that Eva Marie was going to return. Or last week it was announced she was going to return. And this week it was announced that she was going to have a match with Naomi. I jokingly was like, hey, you guys are going to go crazy. I, I did. There was no joke about it for me. <laughs> I, I, so the rumor and the, and, the, and the big rumor had been for the past couple of weeks, right? That Eva was actually not coming back to wrestle. So mm-hmm. in, in my mind, Mills, I was like, that might soften the blow for a lot of people, right? Because they thought that she was going to come and wrestle. She was going to be awful. And I thought that, you know, not having her do that and put her in a capacity where she wouldn't be wrestling was is an interesting way to do it. And also an interesting mm-hmm. way to portray her character because we know that she she can't, like, go like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they were going to, the, the rumor became that she, they were going to put her with uh, a couple of choices. Piper Nev- Niven being the first one. And we were, and then it came out. Who the others, by the way? Oh my God. The others were Mercedes Martinez, I think was one of them. And I, and the people okay. thought it was, and I was just like, there was no way Mercedes wasn't even written off on takeover <laughs> to do that. So like it was not, it was never going to be her. Mercedes <laughs> got fatality, Mortal Kombat fatality on takeover. <laughs> no, she did it. She got thrown to a, into a fucking barricade. She was still fucking. <laughs> that whole Mortal, I mean, that shit is heavy Mortal Kombat for shit for me, but uh. I like it. I, I like the look. I just wish that they would have showed her face, but um, you know, the, it ended up happening that it was <clears throat> it was gonna be Piper Never. I didn't see this in in real time. I just saw the reactions, and oh, I saw it in real time. So on Raw, Eva does come back. Piper is with her, so she did debut, and she beats Naomi in about a minute because Naomi, of course, this is the story. Okay, this is fake. Naomi doesn't know who Piper is, had never faced her before in her life. Piper is a big, imposing person, and she, and she mopped her up with no, with no problem because of this fact and because of the fact that Piper is pretty talented on her own. I thought it was a really good showing of what she could do, right? Mm-hmm. It did not take – I think it was even happening during the match. There was people saying, Naomi deserves better. This is bullshit. You did, they did all of this for Eva Marie. And then I saw the fat shaming and then I saw it, it kind of snowball from there. Right. Yeah. Racial angle, all types of shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and the racial angle part. I'm like, listen, even Marie isn't white. So I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> all right. So here's my take on all this other thing. So I assume when the match was announced, and I saw that you are teetered first, I was like, I put out that gif of the freaking earthquake because I was like, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Because this has happened, I mean, many times before. And yeah, I agree. Does Naomi deserve better? Yeah, she's skilled. She's talented. She uh, she can go. But it's, I mean, realistically, everyone's like, oh, the four horsewomen, all this other stuff like that. But it's like, we know the kind of direction that this company is going. And I feel like everyone's like, oh, Naomi should quit. 
Naomi should do all these other things like that. Naomi's there. And we should be happy, to be honest with you. I'm not saying, like, oh, you should be grateful. But I'm just saying we should all be happy that for some reason it just wasn't like, we got to do away with her contract. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to we gotta thing here. Because I think she knows, the WWE very much so knows that Naomi is beloved and she is cool. And she's an evergreen superstar who can help bring attention to anybody that she's in the ring with. That's why they put Lana with her. That's mm-hmm. why they put, you know, her in the ring against uh, Bailey a couple years back. That's why they put so many people against her that that spot in the War Rumble, a lot of different things. I think they know the worth that Naomi brings to the table, but they also understand, like, yo, we can also use this to enhance talent. Um, so because it 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 could have also been even Marie versus Oscar and shit, and I think it would the same. I think honestly, the same shit would have happened, and I think we wouldn't have had any of the outrage. <laughs> It would have been like, damn, Oscar got mopped up, but I don't think we would have had nearly as much as outrage. Um, well, well, my issue comes down to is this: like you said, everyone always says there's such a focus on the four horsewomen that the point comes to they're using Eva Marie to elevate someone next to her, mm-hmm. who I honestly, Piper was the last person I would have thought that would have been in this role. I didn't see it at all. <laughs> I was like, whoa, shit. Piper Niffin. Nice. And I love Piper Niffin. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people did too. And they obviously kept their name off because they're probably going to f- change her name to some shit. I, yeah, they're repackaging her right now. But she, I mean, I think a lot of people genuinely love Piper Niffin and what she brings to the table. And I don't think this is sort of anything against her. Now, all the fat phobic comments that came with it, I don't agree with at all. Um, it's, because- so, it, it's okay to expect and want more from people that you really that you really like. But I think that when you get so upset and mad about something that is written and fake and not actually real or rooted in any type of reality outside of the the USA Network from 8 to 11 every Monday, that's when it becomes a problem. I think mm-hmm. for everyone who rides on and, 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 and let me be clear, like this is this this is of the same vein, but not the same. Everyone that says no one stuck up for Naomi when she was being bullied. But to turn around and bully Piper Niven, who, to my knowledge, That's I don't. What I'm saying the hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah, like to, to my knowledge, Piper's never done anything wrong to any race or you know what I'm saying anything. I, I think and could actually. I hope not. I, 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 you know the stands are already on the way trying to find it. So <laughs> I'm just I'm disclaimering. I hope not. But for for you guys to do that to someone who could be an advocate to little girls who might want to do this and feel like they can't. Because of their size, for them to put her on Monday Night Raw is kind of a big deal. Because you don't see, you don't see like the, the everyone says uh, Vince only loves blondes and they only love people that look like Charlotte. And then he puts he puts her out there. What, what's wrong with that? I've already seen people saying, "Why she got to be like so, so plucky and goofy?" I'm like, isn't that part of the story that you guys have not even let play out yet? <laughs> like yeah. it's it's week it's, one. It's literally week one. And this was taken, I agree with everything you said about taking it as a surprise. Another thing I kind of want to touch on is the Naomi deserves better hashtag. Because, I mean, this isn't the first time we've seen this hashtag. At some point, I don't know if you guys, WWE has seen the hashtag. I'm 100% sure. Because yeah, they've they, 100% reacted to it multiple times. But there comes a time <laughs> where it ends up feeling like you're whining over something that you guys haven't seen play out yet. And you can't keep, you're going to write the narrative 
of Naomi's career, who Naomi is one of the longest ten- tenure women in WWE. She's multiple time women's champion. She is a former, um, you know, battle royal winner. She's been featured in many a program. She's been featured on many a show. She's had some injuries over the last couple of years, but she's managed to stay relevant in kind of anything that she's been doing. But you guys are going to write her off as a narrative of her career as, but she never really got her just due. And yeah. she never, instead of like, she's talented as fucking super athletic and super amazing. And it's like, Oh, but WWE never, you don't want to do that. That's the same thing. We talked about this last month with the Booker T thing in WrestleMania 19. Don't mm-hmm. write the narrative of this man's career of that. He lost to triple H and it's so it's a tragedy. And we've been talking about it for the last 20 years. Don't let this be what you talk about with Naomi for the next 20 years. And a lot of it is like, Oh, well, if WWE gave us a lot of things, it's like, yeah, but this is, you got to understand, like you're watching the show and you realize that this is a company and they're going to, maneuver people in and out and kind of how they want like a lot of people didn't i mean let's talk about oscar for a second oscar got beaten by carmella twice yeah Yeah. and came (laughs) back worst matches ever yeah (laughs) and came back like this is a game this is a patience game everyone gets their due we talk about all the time everyone gets their run but you don't for and we might be kind of preaching not even preaching to the choir but kind of like talking on deaf ears here because it's like they, they're, they, it's not glass has glass has glass glass have full with these people. It's mostly black or white. It's never anything in between. It yeah. has like Naomi has to be booked like this or to be a success. But if Naomi's booked like this, then the other people that you like, like Bianca Belair or Rhea Ripley or someone, has to has to fall down. Right, and it's, it's just. It's it's a, we have this. I mean, you talk about Bianca Belair. We have this moment on you know the other side of things where she's shining and she's having her moment. I don't say you need to have one in spite of the other, but at the same time, it's like yo, we gotta. There's a bigger movement going on in WWE right now, and then also I, w- I want to point out the Bailey thing as well because we've seen a lot of Bailey hashtags. I'm still confused of why we saw so many Bailey oh, hashtags. I saw a Bailey hashtag. For every, I know it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Bailey! Happy I saw, birthday, Bailey! We love I saw, you. I see Bert Bailey hashtags every single day. Maybe Novak can help us out. I'm, I'm like, yo, did something happen? Did something happen? Yeah. To her? I know she's because great. She's in the main title program. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, what, what? Are they? Are they? Oh, 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 Mills. Are they like preemptively like, uh, prayer circling for her for her loss because she's probably gonna lose. Um, on I don't on know. Sunday. But the thing is, it's like. You have these ups and downs in your career, and it's all about you know how you bounce back from it. It's all going to deal with patience and all this stuff like that. Bailey went through it bad a lot, but especially when she first won the women's championship, and she said she couldn't even enjoy it um, because she was just down bad. And then she had that extremely long, extremely successful title reign, and she was up, and she was main eventing Raw and all the other things like that. But like to be able to move a Bianca Belair or a Rhea Ripley in the moment, you gotta have to pull back on a Bailey. To yeah. move, uh, to get Piper Niven on the show, so we aren't like dealing with Naomi versus Nia Jax for the thirty-second week in a row. We got to move her up. You got to move people down, but then we'll be able to shift it once everyone is established and move back. Like this is wrestling. We've been watching this for like twenty-something years. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't <laughs> know what it is, but I do know one thing. Like the the. The crazy comments and all that stuff, that's not necessary. Like, y'all going way too far for something that's, like, not real. Like, that, that's, it's, not, it's not real at all. Like, I know we talk about this shit and, we, we you know, we, we analyze it. 
but we also know that they're you know we're analyzing something that we're hoping kind of goes our way like that and that, we don't have control of and even honestly the people who are involved don't have control of either exactly so if Piper Nevin beats Naomi you know they're probably going to run it back next week let's be clear yeah it's going to happen again next week <laughs> so like my let, my recommendation to everybody is the things you can't control let it go whatever will be will be we can continue to support Naomi we can continue to champion her as we will always do but while keep that team, support keep up the support so people actually see that it's support instead of like complaining and bitching and whining and stuff like that keep up the actual support and when it happens it will happen again i'm 100% sure while this tweet before we before we get off of this i the tweet says i wonder why the usos and roman never pushed for naomi to get her moment again while they were all on smackdown together <laughs> i I can't. I really can't. Anyway, let's let's get into the, the Hell in a Cell. Uh, let's talk about it. Coming, it's going to be the final pay per view in the Thunderdome. Good riddance. Wow, <laughs> not good riddance. I mean, yeah. Thunderdome era we, over, bro. We'll we'll have to once we get to that final show before the Thunderdome era is over. We're gonna have to recant the Thunderdome era and see like it wasn't bad how how it was. It wasn't bad. Could have been bad. worse. Yeah. It actually was yeah. worse, and then they moved to the Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Oh my god, it was so they much. Was complaining about people not sitting in chairs. That's what yeah. we were complaining about. Exactly. <laughs> Give them some fucking chairs. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They gotta Shucky, do NXT in twenty-four hours. Shaky butthart knees trembling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, first matchup: Alexa Bliss versus Nia. Uh, not Nia, whoops, Alexa Bliss versus uh, Shayna Baszler. This is coming mm. right off of the uh, that wild ending to Raw. <laughs> I didn't like the fact that Shayna Baszler was nowhere to be seen after the fact. She was she was prepping. She could have at least choked her out. At least put the semblance of doubt in our brains. I thought that she was going to show up behind her, and that's why the camera uh, pulled in real tight. Yeah, she was yeah. Gonna it, behind her. It, it I thought she was real tight. Yeah, I was like, ooh, okay, that would be a cool visual. Um, I think it will be I, – I, I think that what they did with the uh, with the um, Nia Jax match on Monday was to show that, okay, this is what Alexa is going to rap like. It's not going to be a bunch of, like, crazy uh, supernatural shit. She's going to actually wrestle. So I, I think that's cool. I agree. That's good. Um, it was really, really good. I think this would be cool. Alexa was bumping her ass off, and if she bumps her ass off, she you can already tell she's not doing the fiend no sell shit, which is which again, thank God they need they need to not have her do that as well. Um mm-hmm. I think Shayna again, let her do something. Let her do anything than what the fuck she was doing with that t- with those tag titles for so long. So I'm fully into the fact that she has a match on this pay-per-view, a, a singles match. Uh, at that um but i mean as far as the winner do you think we're gonna get a winner because most of the time in these types of bray wyatt adjacent matches we don't i feel like we can get alexa bliss as a winner Uh, i don't know what they're building towards i hope it's alexa bliss versus oscar i think that would be cool and then have oscar do her own face painted you know john um but yeah i I feel like Alexa Bliss is going to win this chicanery, mischief, blood, fire. Uh, yeah. uh, th- throwing up uh, black shit, um, 
What else? What else? Shannon Baszler needs to start biting necks again at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shot you down. I'm shocked you did that shit already. Uh, it should be good. It's gonna be a good match, though. I, I, I think. I think they'll, they'll they'll really go in. Um, I'll do the cell matches last. Next up, Rhea. A lot of women's matches on this show, man. Three. Look at that. Come on. Come on, nah. Uh, Talk about no, hell. Next. <laughs> next up, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. This one's weird to me because I feel like it could go either way, and I think it would be it would make sense. Like I think Rhea definitely doesn't need to lose it. But I think Charlotte should win it because it would make it would give the storyline a little bit more because it, it, I never felt like they hated each other until literally the last hour of Raw this week when they uh, had the brawl. I never felt like they hated each other. Let me tell you something about that last hour of Raw. It is tough. <laughs> it is a tough beat to sit through that last hour of Raw. Um, no, nah, yeah, I agree with you. I really didn't feel like until Charlotte came out with the cat suit and with no shoes on and just started, <laughs> right. just started wilding out. Ooh. 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 performance though if she, Charlotte, had, if she had the bbl though she should have though she if she did would have turned it up um but i think first of all 10 out of 10 performance from charlotte she knows how to turn it on when she when she needs to turn up the intensity she turns it up and she goes complete um fucking angela bassett in oh god <laughs> Fuck. Was it waiting to exhale? Well, oh yeah, it was it waiting to exhale? Yes. Yeah, there we go. See, she knows how to turn it on. She needs. <laughs> Damn, I hope no one fries me for the Angela Bassett comparison. Um, <laughs> don't fry me in advance. <laughs> fry me like three years after I'm dead. Um, but nah, she really knows how to turn it on. This one could go either way. I think I'm going to lean towards. The thing is, they keep it on. They keep it on. They keep it on Raya. What we doing? <laughs> like, where do we go? <laughs> what are we doing? She done. Hey, that's 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 Oscar's real demon, not Charlotte. That she done beat yeah. the shit out of Oscar for weeks. <laughs> a damn shame. Well, um, Charlotte again, but with a with a gimmick or something, right? There's two. There's two pay per views before. Um, there's two pay-per-views before some or one pay-per-view before SummerSlam. So I I don't know. All I know is Becky gotta come back eventually. And somebody gotta be a champion that is worth <laughs> the battle with Becky. And it, it ain't Rhea Ripley. It ain't Rhea. No, no, no. She listen, y'all think she's coming back to Raw? I think I, she's coming back to Raw. Really? Yeah, I do. I one hundred percent believe she's coming back to Raw. Man, I want to see. Care. I want to see. Uh, I want to see Bianca Becky so bad, so bad. Be- Becky, oh Bianca Becky, mm. mm-hmm. that would be good. That would be good. Maybe in the draft or something. I feel well. The draft. I think the draft is when we'll see Becky. By the way, that's just my Mister Domus take. I think after. Um, I think after whoever the champion that she's going after wins and SummerSlam is when she'll pop up at the end. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, so. I think if we're building towards Becky, I think we're going to have to put it on Charlotte again. Honestly, I think you should put it on Charlotte anyway. <laughs> like, let Rhea rehab in a way where we get to pause, define her character, and restart it back again. 
and kind of like she's able to she has the she has the sheen of being a champion former champion you're like okay well you're at least a former champion so we know you legit but then it's also like well let's build up this badass re again and let's figure out how we do this I, I, i'm looking forward to seeing uh Rhea and whatever piper's new name is they have bangers in nxt uk i'm looking forward Ooh. to seeing that again since okay. we're on the, okay. on the same show again uh i got i got Rhea winning if you're gonna say charlotte i got Rhea. okay i'm gonna say charlotte okay next up we have bianca belair versus bailey the smackdown women's championship prayer circle for bailey everyone she is it, it, circle it, it's so terrible that she will probably lose this match. So terrible that she's putting over uh, a hot young talent. So so terrible. It's it's all. What are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? Don't get me wrong. This is a great program. I like it a lot. It is. It's a, it's a, she's preying on. She preyed on um, Bianca Belair's insecurities for a moment. Oh, we got to talk about Ding Dong. Hello. Oh my God. Tremendous. Ding dong, hello. One of the didn't have to be. I don't even. What, what can I say? I think it's having Seth and Bailey in the same room, because usually we don't get these kind of character crossovers, especially for men and women. But you realize they're kind of generally the same character, and then having their feuds jump in and managing to weave both of them in one segment. It was like, oh my god. I wish I had that fucking. The thing of like, oh my god, it was just good. It was really, really good. And have to and have Bianca Belair laughing at Bailey and returning the laughing. I think she's gonna get back to her, get back at her Friday night on SmackDown. Um, but yeah, we gotta go Bianca on this man. No, no biggie. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be a great match. I think it's gonna be better this than, time. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just about to say, I think it's gonna be better than the match they had uh, last month. And um, you know. <sighs> Bianca's on another level right now, man. <laughs> I would love to see this. I would also love to see this match. If they have a third match, put on the TV main event for SmackDown. That's what I would love to see. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they give those matches time and it gets a lot of attention as well. And it's got a different air. The the air of not really having to compete with two Hell in a Cell matches. Um so if you if they decide to go the third round for this one, definitely put on SmackDown. But I'm going with Bianca Belair for sure. Now, it is so interesting that we are, you know, you get that lull before a draft. I'm feeling the lull. And that's what's making me think the draft is going to happen soon because we got money in the bank next month. And I don't know if the the competitors are very strong on either side for either champion, whether it be Charlotte, Rio or Bianca at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see who gets the, the briefcase, but it's also going to be interesting to see who they face or who's going to take time off or who's not going to be on the show next month because... There is slim pickings across both rosters, which is really interesting, right? Where it's like, it, there's, it feels like there's a lot of people, and there are a lot of people on both rosters, but we've seen all these matchups before. So, like, they definitely need to shake everything up. I, I feel like for those Money in the Bank matches, especially them being typically interpromotional, you get at least we're going to have opportunities given how the roster is shaking up, doing, doing a lot of releases. We're going to see some opportunities for Liv, I think. Um, I think if you have Eva Marie in the match and or Piper Niven or whatever extension of it, you're going to at least people pay attention to this thing. Um, and I think you're able to throw it to, you know, give someone who may be in a tag match at the time, uh, give it in Nia Jax or Shayna Bays or something along those lines, throw them in the match or something along those lines. So, so I mean, I'm optimistic. Wow. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Hey, everyone, we got optimistic meals in here. 
This thing make me watch three hours of Raw. I ain't never heard that. I ain't never heard that before in my life. Optimistic meals. Okay, next up, penultimate match here. Bobby Lashley uh, with MVP versus Drew McIntyre in a last chance Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. If if, if Bobby wins this, Drew can never uh, challenge for the title while he's champion ever again. Um, Listen, I know this is going to be good. I I think that that's one thing that whenever we talk about Drew McIntyre match, we're we're always like, this is going to be a good match. It may be great with the stipulation. However... It's time for both guys to move on. Win or lose, either guy, it's time for both of these guys to move on. If you're going to go with Brock Lesnar, absolutely. I think the, the winner of this will be telling us to what the SummerSlam plans are. If they're mm-hmm. going to get Brock, then absolutely you should do Bobby because we've never seen this match before. If you're not, I would definitely put it back on Drew because I think that he could he could face anyone else um, and, and have a really good one-off with whoever else they get in that in that place. And we've seen Brock and Drew before. I agree. I think, um, what do I think about the feud leading up to this? I don't know. Yeah, I've been by the books. You know what I'm saying? Someone hit someone, someone hit someone with a claymore, someone pin champion, A, B, C, D. We're here. Um, I'm going to go with Bobby because they seem like they're trying hard with this Kofi Kingston feud thing. And I would love to see it. Um, They definitely need to get away from this feud. I'm interested in what they're going to have Drew do next. And maybe that's all I can say. Maybe I'm going to Drew on some fun feuds, man. Like, like have him go for a tag team run. Like he can still be, he's still the top face. The only thing is, is, is why I think they're a little bit hesitant to pull the cord is because they don't have a top face that's ready for, for him after that's why they're building Kofi up again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I there agree. isn't a sec- there's no second after him so they got to build up kofi like, i don't think that drew is out of the title picture for longer than sh- shit two three months but they got to move him out I agree. Those, those especially when go- bobby's champion yeah like drew gotta he should go film a fucking movie or something you know what i mean like go film a movie. man come on like, I, I love drew let, let me be clear like he's like my, one of my favorite baby faces on the roster but I, I just don't know Some how time gonna... off would be good. Some time off would be good. I think it would rehab his career. I mean, Raw really can't really lose a lot of top guys. Um, unless they want to put like Jeff Hardy, you know what I'm saying? I'm just throwing it out there. Um <laughs> not Jeff Hardy looked terrible on Raw. Um <laughs> Whenever I see him wrestle, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let Mills watch that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh-huh. But no, they could definitely shift some people out. Some time off would do so bad for Drew. If Drew is out from this match and we have a big return at SummerSlam, I'm not mad at it. You know, like let let him be um let him be decimated. Let him take some time off. Let him take some time to clear his head and let him come back. Yeah, but That's if, if I, I they I, I think they need to be putting that uh that U.S. title thing on this show too, somewhere. Yeah. They need to be putting that on this show. I, oh, I, I Seamus, Seamus breaking his face for real wasn't part of the plans, I assume. <laughs> yeah. uh, finally, main event. I'm pretty sure this will be the main event. Um, Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio for the Universal Championship. It will be in a Hell in a Cell. We just got this confirmed last Friday or Saturday. I think it came out the next day. It was going to be confirmed. First time ever, Mills, if you can believe it, between Roman and Rey. I think this is Rey Mysterio's first time in Hell in a Cell. I think so as well. Yeah, it is. Like, wow. First of all, the, the storytelling of Rey Mysterio getting his ass beat on Father's Day is not lost on me. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> so just just great storytelling here. Um, I mean, we know it's going to be Roman, but I'm looking forward to the match itself. I'm looking forward to the brutality, the slowing down. I think Rey Mysterio is a tremendous face. I think Roman Reigns a great heel as well. Even if this feud continues past this thing, I wouldn't be mad at it because both guys are really, really great at what they do. Unfortunately, Rey Mysterio is tag team champion. Um, but I'm looking forward to this, man. It's going to be fire. It really is. I, I'm I'm looking at how they will weave the Jimmy and Jay story into this, how it will connect to the Ray Dominic thing as well. There's obviously a family angle here. To me, there's, there's so much weight to this feud. <clears throat> and I mean, all the Roman feuds so far have had a lot of weight to them, but there's so much weight to this one where it's like, yo, like Romans did like Romans kind of had challengers of the month. Right. And like this mm-hmm. challenge, it feels a lot, a lot heavier because of the family connection and the fatherly connection. And I think that they have the opportunity to make it really special. This is the times when I wish like WWE would like let blood happen for once. Like, I, yeah, like just right. Like someone should get busted open for this match. I think it would be really special to to happen. Yeah, Mysterio has a mask, so <laughs> if he, I mean, if he busted Roman open, that it made it made him turn into like a fucking psycho, and and he beats the shit out of him and, and doesn't stop. Like Roman seeing his own blood, that would be a crazy visual. Like 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 Ray managed to wound the tribal chief, and I think that makes Ray look like a fucking a beast. You know what I mean? Like like and Ray already activate Roman Reigns' ego, and he would go fucking insane. Yeah, exactly. He probably like the the the, the lies that he would make up after that would be crazy. Like I I think that it would be so dope if like he said he went to Vince and said just this one time let me let me gig myself, <laughs> and you know I'll never ask again. Because I think what what uh, what was the what the match with Brock? He was bleeding. Mm-hmm. Such an awesome visual, right? And and then when right. he saw his blood, it, it turned it up a, a lot. Like I know this is a weird thing to, to even for me to even request or like even wish for, but like I think that this would make the feud even even more ill. Like I don't like blood like that no more. Like it's, it doesn't really do much for me. But in a Hell in a Cell match, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? It would make sense. It would make sense. Like it would really be cool if they, even if it do some fucking get some CGI blood, nigga. Like, do, do yeah, some, do, come on. We poked an eye out last year. We can we can yeah. figure some shit out. Come on, man. His <laughs> eye just got good again. Like his, you know, his eye's better again. But no mention but, of how the eye is doing. <laughs> he's no mention team. of like. <laughs> Go ahead. I got Roman winning this one. Of course, Roman. Yeah, it's Roman. Big Roman. Uh, but yeah, I, I honestly, not going to lie to you. I think the show is going to be actually really good. I mean, the matches aren't, aren't specifically terrible. You've got a surefire hit in Bobby and Drew and Roman and Ray, a surefire hit in Bianca and Bailey, surefire hit in Rhea and Charlotte. I mean, what more can you ask for? I'm like the Alexa Bliss and Shayna thing could go either way. And I think it'll be the weakest show, uh, match on the car. But other than that, everything else is strong. Yeah. And I think we'll probably see another match added to the show. Might see a... Maybe a Street Profits versus American Alpha or not American Alpha, Alpha Academy type of thing. Um, oh, shout out to my tweet. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Oh, oh this is like a fool. Um, but nonetheless, he, he hasn't I, blocked me. <laughs> I hope Otis blocks you. He, he's not blocked me. I don't think he uses Twitter. Oh, God. Adam Pierce is a hoe. That's my <laughs> sign off. <laughs> Uh, please block them please Otis <laughs> okay so uh, you know that I think that's it for the for this week in wrestling yeah. uh, next, week, next week we'll do hot takes 
Oh, wow. We're going to put the hot takes up? Yeah, yeah. Next week, we'll do hot takes. All right, cool. So, yeah, next week, uh, for, for all patrons, of course, send in your hot takes, and we'll answer them on the show. If you're not uh, subscribed to our Patreon, please join our Patreon at the A-Show RNC. Uh, five dollars. Right. We'll just, even we'll we'll even make. I'll I'll say this. We'll even make the for the three dollar tier. Um, we'll even make the hot takes. You know, available to that. You can also put a hot take. So oh I'll wow, three dollars. So three dollars, you get a you get a hot take. Um, actually, you know what? For three dollars, we'll make this episode of the A Show available for three dollar tier this week as well. Boom. Just to Boom. let everyone, you, just to try it out. I'll, I'll you know what? I'll I'll I'll, I'll w on that next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> of um invasion diaries it will also be available to the three dollar tier fuck it fuck it every episode of the of this week so <laughs> this week will be available for the three dollar tier just as a thank you to everyone who's joined our patreon we, we we've seen such tremendous growth and if you like it you know bump it bump it up to the five dollars it's definitely worth it we give you so much content and this week we have an e3 rundown i'm trying to find somebody to talk to about e3 uh, I mean, not much to talk about <laughs> with E3 this year, but <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> but we will talk about it this week. So be on the lookout for that this week on our Patreon, which will also be available to the three dollar tier as well uh, this week. And we also have the War Report with Cyrus and Quan. They're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff from uh, Takeover in Your House, as well as AEW NXT. You got to listen just because of the fact that Cyrus he does the AEW watches for y'all. Like he is <laughs> because he does it for y'all. He don't even like the show. He does it for y'all. <laughs> listen to. Listen to this man show, please. He does it for y'all. Oh my god! But but also uh, make sure you you tap into the Invasion Diaries. It's getting such great reviews from everybody on our Patreon. It's a fucking fantastic show. Uh, the first two episodes are up right now. The, the third episode will be dropping imminently uh, on the A Show Patreon. And uh and I think that is it. Make sure you follow us at the A Show RNC. We're all the best tweets. Uh, shout out to Dion and everybody on the crew. And uh, yeah, until then, for meals, I'm Justin. We will see you guys next week with the hot takes.